Thank you for listening to the Life Church of Kansas City, Missouri. Consider supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com, subscribing, and sharing this message with your friends. God bless you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I want to look to the scripture, Psalm 77, again reading at verse number 10. Our morning, this morning, our subject is remembering the works of God in 2021. Remembering the works of God in 2021. Psalm 77:10. And I said, This is my anguish, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. Your way, O God, it is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. Can you say amen to the word of the Lord? Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Asaph, the psalmist, wrote this psalm sometime during his service to the king, David or Solomon. He was an anointed psalmist and a prophet, but even the men who would prophesy and write psalms around the temple and be in the presence of the Lord day in and day out from time to time still would have moments of anguish and still would have moments of sorrow and bad times. And it's a reality that many of us face sometimes when we come to the Lord. We get baptized, we get filled with the Holy Ghost, God changes in our lives, and we think we're never going to have a problem ever again, only to find out sometimes that's when some of the greatest problems happen. It's right after your conversion. None of us in here are exempt from pain. Everybody here in 2021. had a moment of anguish that a lot of those things come to our mind. We remember the moments of sorrow. We remember the moments of grief. And some of you may be in a season like that right now. But Asaph said to himself, I'm not going to let discouraging times decide for me how I'm going to feel. I'm not going to let trouble bring me down. But I will remember the times that God gave to me for every time from the Lord is good. And that is what brought him hope for the future. Praise the Lord. Asaph gives us a three-step process of encouragement and healing for our minds during a hard time when you're thinking about the past. He said, number one, remember the works and the wonders of the Lord. Secondly, meditate or think about, put it in your mind for a while, meditate on what God has done. And thirdly, talk about the goodness of God. I know in 2021, we saw some hard times, but if you stop and remember and think about it, God did amazing things. Miracles this year. Amen. Can I tell you, just thinking about the goodness of God is the pathway to healing your mind. It is the pathway of healing your soul. Amen. It's the pathway. Amen. 
of receiving edification, can you clap your hands unto the Lord? The early part of this year, it began with a big win for the Kansas City Chiefs winning that AFC championship. And we had high hopes for that Super Bowl, only sadly to lose. And if you were like me, you went to a party across town. I had to get my family, my wife and two small children, and drive home in one of the worst ice storms we've ever seen in Kansas City. That was a hard time for 2021. We thought this year was supposed to be different than 2020. We thought this year that many of us in society would put our major differences aside and set out as a country, as a community, as a world to enjoy life again and collectively move forward into the post-pandemic future. But instead, it was largely a year of denial. It was supposed to be different. It was supposed to be nice. It was supposed to be pleasant. But to our surprise, it became even more of a year of commotion and chaos. We saw things that were out of our control, such as unprecedented winter storms coming into the southern part of the United States, leaving millions in Texas without power. We saw historic heat come against the states of the West. The Pacific Northwest experienced the most extreme heat waves in its recorded histories. The temperatures reaching highs of 116 degrees in Portland, Oregon, and 108 degrees in Seattle, Washington. In the United States, in our courts, there were three major prominent cases, three verdicts that were read, three trials, one in Minneapolis, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and Brunswick, Georgia. Many commotions, chaos happened. Our capital was rioted this year. We withdrew from Afghanistan and saw horrible things from the result of that. We even saw in the news the Palestinians fired rockets into Israel. The list goes on, and these are just public things, but if we all could share, all of us have had personal pain and personal trauma this year. We had to face COVID-19 again this year, and including the variants that have stemmed from it, Delta and Omicron. The rise in the awareness of mental illness this year is unlike anything we have seen in a long time. And not only that, but our supply chain was disrupted. It's no wonder that there is still yet a gloomy, eerie feeling upon Kansas City, upon Missouri, Kansas, and the surrounding states in our entire country and in our world. You know what we need? We need to think about the good memories that God has given to us in this time. We had bad news about finishing strong. We had barriers earlier this year. We were being threatened by the city for impact fees, money that we did not want to spend, nor did we feel like we deserve to have to spend. But the church prayed, and the church fasted, and our bishop spoke in faith, and we got the phone call, the email, the answer that those impact fees were dismissed. That's a work of God that we need to remember. We had a hard time getting our building permit. I remember back in April, Bishop got up here and said, we've been waiting on this permit for 14 months. We've got all the supplies. We're ready to go. We're waiting 14 months. And I remember feeling so impatient. 
The bishop said, don't anybody get impatient. We had to wait 30 months for the building of this actual project. This is nothing. But you know what? It was concerning. And we prayed. We fasted. We believe the word of faith, amen. And this year, that building permit was granted and we broke ground in that children's wing. It's coming up, hallelujah. For the first time this year, we have a new children's pastor, brother and sister Croca, doing a phenomenal job with our children. And amen. They orchestrated a talent show on a midweek service. And I gotta be honest with you, I thought, how is God gonna move in a talent show? How are we going to have fun in a talent show? But I was quickly surprised and my mind changed as Sister Adrian got up here and told me the funniest jokes I have ever heard in church. And not only that, but we saw some strong martial arts from Brother Jacob as he broke boards up here. Amen. You know, it wasn't too long after that. After pastor preached, we thought the altar call was about to wrap up, but the Holy Ghost moved and God said, anybody, any children who want to come forward, amen, to have the mantle passed to them, they came forward, amen. And it was something like eight to 10 kids received the baptism of the Holy Ghost right up here on this altar. That's the works of the Lord in 2021. Brother Nathan Santomari, our youth pastor, I texted him, I said, what did God do and vindicated in 2021? And he responded, what did God not do? It's been a phenomenal year, amen, on our Wednesday night youth services. He said, we had one student that came in with a horrible condition. He could not lift his hands. He said, the students gathered around him. Not one of our ministry team, not one of our pastors, but our own students gathered around him and cursed that condition in the name of Jesus. And that student raised his hands and was healed by the power of God. Praise the Lord. Some of you know this. You can feel it. You can see it. Demon possession is happening in America again. And those devils are manifesting, but we have no fear for we have a name and the blood of our Savior and the power of his spirit that has authority over that stuff. We had a guest in service, a newer disciple who came in and who had been through some things in his life. And under the power of God, those evil spirits began to move and stir in him. Brother Nathan said he watched as many of our young men gathered around that guy and began to pray for him and lay hands on him. And with their own eyes, our youth group saw devils cast out of a young man. Hallelujah. It's the works of God in 2021. Oh, I feel edification coming to somebody. tongues and interpretation. There were prophetic words. There were powerful altar calls and even attendance was broken in our youth group on a Wednesday. 2021, our summer revival came with brother Bobby Wade. And that first night he said, I, I feel the spirit of healing in the house. Anybody who wants to be healed, come forward. And I saw brother Ryan Moore come forward. He'd been having pain and difficulty in his shoulders and I watched God touch him and much of that pain, that excruciating pain, left right then and there and he's still feeling the benefits of that miracle. Amen. To this day, praise God. I watched Brother Greg Croca, 
could hardly even walk, had to take steps with pain, came forward. But as he stood right there in the altar, I didn't lay hands on him. Nobody did, but I could feel faith coming off Brother Greg that night. And I watched as he could barely even move. As the, as the prophetic word of faith came, the healing power of God fell upon him. And I saw Brother Greg begin to jump up and down. And to this day, he's not limping from that tendonitis, but he is miraculously healed. Oh, by the power of God. I saw a miracle personally this year. A great answer to prayer, a prayer that I thought God didn't even pay attention to. When Sister Anna and I got married, we asked God for three children. You never know, we could end up with seven before this is all over. You never know. But we asked God for three children. And you parents out there know that every baby, it is a prayer baby. We'll be happy with whatever God gives us. But we would love to have sons and a daughter. And when we found the news that we were expecting and it was time to find out what that gender of that baby was, was healthy. But when I heard that it was a girl and I would have it no other way nowadays, can I tell you, like every dad, you want that firstborn to be a son, right? But our baby girl, our little honey, was born, and she still has daddy's heart today. And I'll never forget sitting there at the dinner table on our family vacation in 2016, and little honey was right there, and I was just talking to her. And I was so proud of that baby. I was so proud, and then I'm still so proud. But at that moment, we were at the dinner table with family. We are talking, having fun. Really, God and church and spirituality and all that was the furthest thing from our minds. But my dad was sitting next to me, and on the other side of him is my younger brother, my dad's second son, Caleb. And dad put his hands around both of us, and he said, thank you, Lord, for my two sons. And as I was there looking at my daughter, I thought, I would like to have two sons like my father one day. And I looked down, and I thought, if my sons are anything like me, it makes sense why I would have a firstborn daughter, because she is going to have to help her mother with two sons if they're exactly <laughs> like me. And that's exactly what God wanted. We were given a son in February 5th, 2019, right in the beginning of finishing strong. Earlier this year in February, we found out we were expecting. Can I tell you this? Some of the most spiritual people in this church come up to me and said, it's a girl. God has given you girl, boy, and it's another girl. I feel it. And I thought it was a girl. And my wife thought it was a girl. Everybody thought it was a girl. And I was sitting there and they were doing the sonogram and that nurse said, ah, yes, it is. Oh, wow, that's a boy. I literally fell one hand on the floor out of my seat. And I said, nurse, I know you are a professional, but I need you to be a million percent sure that that's a boy. And she put that little camera up there and she said, oh, yeah, that's a boy. See? And I fell out. I can't remember if I was talking in tongues or not. I had a spiritual moment. I said, God, you have heard my prayer. You heard our prayer when we first got married. We're going to have a daughter and two sons. But it didn't just stop there. Our son, our third baby, Ezra, was born November 5th, 2021 this year. A beautiful, snuggly, cute little baby boy. But his birthday is very significant. You see, it's November 5th. My birthday is the day before his, November 4th. 
And I'll tell you why that is special. Because in a moment with my dad and my brother praying right there in my spirit, God, I'd like to have two sons like my dad someday. God heard that prayer. And as a sign to me personally that he heard my prayer, he gave me a son born after my birthday. You see, my father's birthday is March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, the luckiest preacher in Pentecost, praise God. But you know whose birthday is the day after his? My brother, Caleb's. So as a sign and a pattern of asking God to give me two sons like my father, God gave me two sons, but the son born the day after mine. That is the works of God in 2021. Amen. Never think for one instant that God doesn't hear your prayers. I don't care if it's right when you walk in the door to church. I don't care if it's you're having a sip of coffee. I don't care if it's in your seat or up here at the altar or on your way out or in the car when you lay down to take a nap or at the restaurant or when you're on the way to work or out of work or if you're changing a flat tire or whatever. God hears the prayers of his people. And some of you prayed big prayers in 2021. And it might not be for another three or four years, but you'll be able to look back like the psalmist said, I will remember the years of the Lord. I will remember the years of the Lord and they'll get me through tough times. Can you clap your hands unto Jesus? Hallelujah. I had a first this year. I was talking to Brother Gilliland about this year. I have had baby brain this year more than ever before. I don't think I remembered to take out the trash the night before at least one time this year. It seemed like I had to wait for the, for the garbage trucks to hear them going through the neighborhood to run out there and get that trash out. I have forgotten so many things in my life. And uh, after the paternity leave, I came back here. The first Sunday I was back was the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And uh, I was just enjoying being around everybody, enjoying being in the presence of God. But can I tell you something? I don't think my mind was exactly all there that Sunday. You see, Pastor was up here preaching. A one-hit wonder for God this year. And he said, media, help me out. And all of a sudden, the music came on. My head started bobbing. I thought, that's a catchy song. I remember that, and that guitar went that, don't, don't, don't. And Pastor even played the air guitar on that. And I thought, man, I like this song, yeah. And he said, does anybody recognize this song? And it was like the most disengaged audience of an illustration. I'm over there like, man, I'm enjoying this. Why is anybody enjoying this? And all, I'm like, I'm thinking, I know the words. And Pastor, I felt like I got to help Bishop out, so I started singing. I went up to the spirit in the sky. That's where I'm going to go when I die. I don't think I've ever sang a solo so powerful like that in the church ever before. <laughs> but can I tell you, that point connected with me. And it's a moment and a point and a message that I will never forget. I don't ever want to be just a one-hit wonder for God. But I want to have a lifetime, as it were, career about this. I want to make many hits. I want to make many publications for God. I want to do something great for Him as much as I can in my lifetime. Hallelujah. It have been life-changing in 2021, Bishop preached God's great guarantee on January 24th. And he said, the church 
is the only place that is not going to lose its mind this year. This world, as the Bible says, it is going to fall away. But while it's falling away, this church is going to be caught away with Jesus. I wrote that down in my notebook and I have held on to that this year. Pastor also preached the sermon Multiply on January 31st. And he gave us all little plastic apples. And we still got ours at the house. And there may or may not be a bite taken out of it from a two-year-old teeth mark. (laughs) And he said, church, it's time that we not start asking ourselves the question, how many seeds are in the apple, but better, how many apples are in the seeds of this apple? And the passion and the fire to make disciples is upon us, amen, from words like that. He also preached the message, something is coming on January, June 13th. And he said, the church will not impact the world until this world begins to impact the church. And that word is coming to pass. This world is stirring us. For many of us, we're finally waking up and realizing that this world, it is not our home, but you and I are just simply passing through, praise God. Brother Jason Sisko prophesied to us on February 27th, 2021, the revival in Kansas City has been building for a long time. There are angels that guard the spiritual portal over Kansas City. He said, I feel a peace here unlike anywhere else. He said, God wants to heal a deadly wound that was called, that was caused by false prophets in the past who were sometimes on and sometimes off. He said, this church needs a resident gift of faith to be established in it. And he finally said, I saw a vision here of gold coins and a fortress in this church. He says, the Lord shall give financial increase to the life church of Kansas City, even in the midst of economic troublesome times. These words I just spoke to you, and there's thousands of other that I I could have given you, and I don't have time for. You'll just have to go back and listen to the archives. But can I tell you this? In 2021, there was some of the greatest preaching for me personally and for the direction of this church. It seemed like every word was not just a sermon and not just something to feel good, but oh no, it was a word of direction. It was word that was given to us to lead us and to guide us. And that's what the word of the Lord is. It should be the most valuable thing to you in your life. It should be the thing that guides your life, that holds you together, that keeps you moving forward. It's the word of the Lord. were preached this year. There's some of you, there was a word given back in the fall or back in the right now. Can I tell you this? Don't there's been plenty of word around here to open your mind and remember it and meditate upon it and tell it God will bless you. Hallelujah. The musicians would please come. This is a special time of year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. In New Year's Day, I got to thinking earlier this past week, the holidays in their own way parallel the end of time. You think about this Christmas, what do we celebrate? The coming of the Lord. 
Year's Eve, what do we celebrate? The end of a time. And on New Year's Day, what do we celebrate? The beginning of a new time. It mirrors what is to come in Bible prophecy. Just like Christmas, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day. One day, the church is going to be caught away when the Lord returns. He is coming back. And after that will be the end of the age and ending with destruction and judgment. And thereafter, that will be the beginning of the new age. I don't know what it is about me personally, but I used to imagine that the Lord would return on New Year's Eve as a kid. I remember being about seven years old. And it was so neat to look on that clock and see mid. I don't know what it is. There's just something about when you think about the new year ending, the old year ending, it makes you realize that time, it is ticking away. Two years ago this time on New Year's Eve 2019, I was sitting by my wife on the couch and the feelings of worry came over me. And my wife asked me, honey, what is wrong? And I said, nothing's wrong. And she said, no, I know you well enough to know when something's wrong. What is wrong? And I said, that's the problem. Nothing is wrong. Things are good. They're just too good. And I don't know what's coming, but something is coming in this decade. I don't think it's going to be the decade that they're hoping it to be or what they are saying it to be, but something is coming. And something came. One of the greatest perils of our time here upon this earth. This is our last Sunday of 2021. And I feel the Spirit is calling us to look backward. To not remember the bad things, but to remember the God things. What He has done. He wants you as you take communion today. To let your mind and your thoughts not be worried about yesterday or tomorrow. But rather be filled with what God has done and what he is going to do. That's what the psalmist wanted us to do when we read it. To remember what God has done. To think about it long and hard. And then to tell somebody what God has done. That's what communion is all about. It is about remembering the Lord. Remembering the Lord. I'd like to right now before we go into communion. Let us close our eyes right now. And if you could... Bow your head and maybe bury your hands in your face. Put your focus right now on what God has done for you in 2021. Think about what you prayed. Think about what you saw. It is moments like this that can heal the mind. Some of you, it's been a long time since you had a good night's sleep. Can I tell you this? If you will think about the Lord, he'll calm your thoughts before you go to bed. Some of you, you feel like you haven't been productive. You feel distracted. You're worried about what's going to happen in 2022. Will production come? Can I tell you this? If you think about the Lord, you'll have a focus like never before. Amen. If you're going through trouble, if you've got anguish in your life and in this season, can I tell you this? Thoughts about the Lord, amen, will help you through it. Hallelujah. Don't let dark times cloud your thoughts. Don't let troublesome time cloud your thoughts. But if you will think about the Lord, amen, God will renew your strength. He'll change your mind. He'll change your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. You got it in your mind right now. Think about it. Hallelujah. Amen. At this time, can we just pray and thank the Lord for it? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you did for us. Thank you, Lord, for the miracles we saw. Thank you, Lord, for the word that we heard. Thank you, Lord. Amen. For 2021. We love you and we worship you for it. Can we clap our hands unto the Lord for it in Jesus' name?